How's it going, Sha? Oh, you know, not bad. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh, a little curious with like the school system. Um, my son, uh, I was driving him to school today, and he was like, uh, "I'm really excited about today." I was like, "Oh, that's dope. What's going on in school?" He's like, "Today is perfect attendance day." I was like, okay, what does that mean? He said, we spend the whole day playing video games. I'm like, okay, is that like for people that have perfect attendance? He's like, oh, no, it's everybody. I'm like, so I don't understand what we're celebrating. And he's like, I don't know either, but it sounds awesome. (laughs) What? I don't know what the hell happened in class. I don't know what they announced. I don't know what they're achieving. I don't know what they're applauding. I know he has good attendance. I know it ain't perfect. So right. <laughs> he shouldn't be celebrating. I don't understand what, what he's getting out of it, but uh, he was hyped as hell. They told him about video games getting played today. And uh, yeah. I wonder if it was a trick. I hope so. I really do. I really hope he like, I know he has like his little like spectrum moments where he like misreads emotions. I'm sincerely mm-hmm. hoping they pulled the wool over his eyes. And he comes yeah. home and he's like, yo, that was some bullshit. And I'm like, hell yeah. Because <laughs> it sounded yeah, like was. it as a parent. <laughs> 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 Yo. Oh man. I yeah, I don't know. But uh he, he seemed really hyped about it, so we'll see. You know. Have you ever gotten a perfect attendance award in your school years? Well I attended, yeah. I, I think I got it almost every year. I think I missed Okay. Yeah. I uh I would say from kindergarten to like uh senior year of high school, I missed single digit days total. What? Yeah, from like all of my years. I had several years where I had perfect attendance. I, what? What? Yeah. You nerd. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, a few things, right? Like, my dad owned a store. So, like, you can't be, like, stay at home. He got shit to do. Like, yo, you're gotcha. going to work. You know what I mean? Because I ain't bringing you to the store in East New York. And you, I can't stay home and not open the store. The store is open. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't talk about that enough. You know, Ock Poppies, they don't get sick days. They, the store's always open, you know? Right. So, yeah, uh, I definitely was always there. And the store's open early. So he got to get to work early. I was always early. Like, PS mm-hmm. 345, those three years, I was there with the, like, I saw the crossing guard show up. <laughs> like, it was early. <laughs> it would be, I would see them. Like, I would see when that lady got out of her car. You know, mm-hmm. I knew who she was dating, like the whole thing. <laughs> no, everybody else, I know they don't know when the crossing guards show up. When they leave, I seen it. You know what I mean? I seen when that lady gets there. I know the house that she got the local relationship with. Might even be cheating with on her man that she mm-hmm. hangs out with in the middle of the day. When, okay. you know what I mean? There's no like classes. Yeah. Out. So yeah, I seen the whole spiel. But yeah, I was always there early. Um, And uh. I know junior high school, I never missed a day all three years. Uh, mm-hmm. I was late there once because of traffic. Uh, mm-hmm. Elementary school, I would have like days if I was six. I think I missed like maybe two or three days during the first five years. Okay. And then high school, I was never late officially. I had one lateness that I fought and got uh, removed um, <laughs> because of the late. It was a late pass thing. Like I was absent the day before because of my braces. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I showed up the next day, it was the first day I had been absent in three years. Cause right. again, I'm never absent. So right. I showed up to class early the next day, like normal for first period. Mm-hmm. And the teacher and I have a 15 minute convo kicking it, you know, the whole time. And then 
10 seconds before the bell's about to ring, um, I was like, hey, by the way, uh, who do I, I asked him, who do I give this note to about yesterday? And we'd been discussing that I was absent yesterday for my braces. And he's right. like, oh, you, you know, uh, you're going to need a, you, you're going to need to go to the office for that, um, to mm-hmm. get it stamped. And now that you're going to be doing that during the start of class, also make sure to get a late pass. And I was like, yeah, it's fucked up. We've been talking this whole time. You could have right. mentioned, oh, before we continue, go get the late pass. Yeah. Um. So I was like real tight at homeboy. So like when I went over there, they, they tried to give me the pass. And I was like, nah, like I'm not leaving this office without talking to the principal because I got no late passes ever. I ain't getting detention on a right. technicality because the teacher wanted to be a dick, you know, and not tell me to go get a pass. So, right. yeah, I was wild ignorant with the principal, but he understood my point. And then I came <laughs> in, put the, the the note down, and he's like, where's your late pass? I was like, I don't need it. You know what I mean? The people want. Mm-hmm. And I sat down <laughs> straight up. And did they hate, did that teacher hate you from then on? He hated me before that, but he hated me more now, you know? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. I felt good. But uh, yeah. I mean, I the idea of if you don't go to school, you got to come to work with me is wild. My mother was, was just like, I mean, we didn't do it often. Like, uh, I need to stay home. I'm sick. I mean, if we did it, we meant we really meant it. Yeah. Um. So I didn't miss like a lot of days or anything like that. But she was just like, all right, well, I got to go. So you just, <laughs> she just Yeah. Look. It, again, it was different. Yo, in the, it was different in the '80s. I was already in charge of children. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> yeah, I just stayed home. That's so wild. Yeah, no, I don't need. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I couldn't. My mother worked in like she worked at like a insurance as an insurance claims adjuster, so just yeah. like in a big call center kind of room. My dad uh, was a bank auditor, but you know he had an office or whatever, but he still shared a space with people. Yeah, they're not going to bring us to that. Just stay home. <laughs> we're like, okay. And we stayed home. Like, I, what was I going to do? I probably actually did not feel well. And I didn't drive or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I could walk places, but where was I going to walk? I was going to go to the bowling alley in the middle of the day. That was across <laughs> the street. Or I could go to the grocery store that was behind the bowling alley. Like, that was it. So I'd go to the grocery store, get soup and all that kind of shit, and then just come home and cook it and then just sleep i mean really i like sleeping that sounds awesome yeah i go front yeah i mean like that was basically it you know at at some point yeah my mom was just like i can't maybe when we were very young she would right she'd try to stay home but like otherwise once i once we got old enough to walk home by ourselves and I was in charge of like my sister and her friends, like on the walk home. Right. It was like, oh, you good? <laughs> yeah, I got to go to work. <laughs> it's a game changer. I can't front. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was the case. Even on like spring break type things, like we didn't. My family didn't really do vacation, so we didn't go anywhere on the week of spring break. Yeah. And um, you know, my friends, I I don't know if the people I went to school with, it wasn't like a rich neighborhood or anything, but. I think uh, those kids, they're already driving. Like if I'm in high school, they're already driving. They drove down to a bunch of kids would get together and drive down to Panama City Beach. They'd get airbrush fucking 
uh, sweatshirts of just like, you know, room number 252 <laughs> or whatever. That's what room they were in. And you know what I mean? So, and I, my mom was not going to let me do that. Like, you won't ride down to Florida with a bunch of white folks? No, ma'am. Uh-uh. You stay home. So, <laughs> so spring break was just the week that we didn't go into school. As though. Yeah, and, I did that. Yeah. I, can't, I, I do remember being home for those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's beautiful. You get like a little bit of independence there in those days. You, I would watch Richard Bay. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I watched a lot of, um, uh, well, my mother had a schedule of, uh, when, when she was home, you know, you'd watch Donahue and then the price is right. And then all of the CBS soaps. Oh yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I tried to find my own thing in there, but yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of talk. And also by the time all of those talk shows that you probably grew up with came out. I was already in my twenties and like running the streets. Okay. Okay. So for, for me, it most Donahue was kind of the name of Donahue, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, and, uh, Oprah. Okay. Kind of started around then, but no, uh, I had, otherwise. I had Richard Bay, Ricky Lake. Yep. And, uh, I can't remember her name. It was like, a Jenny Jones, Jenny Jones. Yeah. I was yep. going to say the blonde. Yeah, Jenny Jones was right. Jenny Jones and Ricky Lake, they were reckless. Hell yeah. I mean, Richard Bay was... Richard, Richard Bay was kind of real. People sleep. He, yeah, Richard Bay was real. I get him sometimes confused with um, the, uh, the old dude, Morton. There's an old guy. I don't think it was Morton Downey Jr., was it? I don't know. He was an old guy. He smoked cigarettes on the set. It was as if like, <laughs> like, like some weird seventies detective was there. He'd put his foot up on the chair while he was like interviewing you. Because um, <laughs> to I'm me, like, like Richard Bay felt like Jerry Springer, but like he had like a conscience. He's like, I can't let y'all fight, you know. Whereas oh, Jerry was yes. just like, oh yeah, let them dudes fight. They want to knock it out. Go ahead. Yeah, Richard broke oh. up the fights. Yes, that's true. Morton Downey Jr. Um, absolutely. He, uh, let's see. His Wikipedia says he was a television talk show host and actor who pioneered the trash TV format in the late 80s. Um, and he definitely was just uh, uh, possibly drunk, definitely smoking in their faces. Dude who just was just like, so what's your deal? You know, he was like that guy. Um, <laughs> I do remember... I, I do remember Richard Bay. He did try to break up fights. Remember Geraldo Rivera had his show. Yeah. He had a chair thrown at him when he had the uh, the skinheads on. Yo, that era was different. It was wild. <laughs> Yo, I I mean, I watched Ricky Lake a lot because I liked her in the movie Hairspray. Like, I liked her as an actress. Yeah. So I was like, oh, let's see her talk show. And I was like, holy crap. Oh, yeah. It, that was Those were wild times. And those were really funny because... Like I said, my mother grew, uh, watched a lot of Donahue and and Sally Jesse, Sally Jesse Raphael. There was some decorum, and then when those types of talk shows came on, she was just like, "Okay, more talk shows." And by then, I think she had had her stroke, and so she was at home like watching. And I'd watch these with her, and she's just like, "Oh my god, why are they just throwing? <laughs> what is happening?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know this ain't Donahue at all, at all." <laughs> He was just acting a fool, and I was taking that into school the next day, talking <laughs> about that shit. Yo, y'all I know do what y'all of, miss. I do kind of miss those talk shows, definitely. I want There's a whole back. schedule of them. Hell yeah. But yeah, I, I will say, though, like, 
my grades were consistently good enough that like I know for high school I worked out like yeah if I'm on honor roll don't come to school with my parents okay right mm-hmm. so like that was all like, right that was like a real battle cry for me that I I won that I was like I'm consistently having 90 averages you don't need to be right. coming to parent teacher conference so right part of that like I know I would strategically leverage uh attendance for my advantage with school so like Mm -hmm. if i was like behind on a project i would be like yo i need extra time for this um i'm taking tomorrow off to work on this so i would do that like senior year i did that twice where i was like yeah i need a day off my i gotta work on this paper i'm behind or yo uh i know two times i forgot something and I called my mom and said, yo, I'm going to leave school early. Um, mm-hmm. I need you to call in and say that I got a doctor's appointment. Gotcha. You know, so I would do that. But it still got me perfect attendance because it was uh, I was in. And I realized right. like, how silly that whole shit is because, like, you never saw my mom. You don't know who that lady was to call. Exactly. Like, that whole exactly. shit was stupid. Like, they literally saw my mom the the day that I went in in eighth grade to look at the school. Mm-hmm. That I know they weren't tracking moms. Right. You know? And the day I graduated. They never yeah, saw man. my parents. But like if I needed time off, I would I would have a letter, quote unquote, that my parents signed. It was just me writing the letter. <laughs> and I would just tell mom, hey, just so you know, this is what happened. So that you could call in and say why I'm not gonna be in there. But they never like dealt with my parents. I just managed my own situation for those four years. That's funny. I don't know. I mean, I guess my parents trust me to some degree. I certainly didn't get the kind of grades that would give me carte blanche. <laughs> I definitely uh, at all. If I had said, oh, I need to stay home and work on something, it would have been like, bitch, stop. <laughs> you ain't done work in a long time. I'm like, you're right. You're right. But, uh, but they did trust me enough that they knew I wasn't going to get in any foolishness right. just because I'm a scared, I'm a scared child. I'm scared. So, um, <laughs> I mean, like I, I went a lot of places and it's like, I didn't have a curfew, for example. Right. And, um, they just trusted. They were just like, I don't know from all that we've seen of her. And we know that she doesn't really like alcohol and she's not, she doesn't seem to have any interest in drugs or anything. She she's kind of a wet blanket. Let her do what she wants. <laughs> she, we hope she really finds ain't. a little bit of drugs. You know, maybe it changes. Yeah, know? who knows? Maybe we could get a, a a peppier child. But right now, her biggest problem is she she got a smart mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. And for that, you might as well yeah, just send her out into the street. I don't, I'm tired of hearing her mouth. So yeah, I was aces with that shit. My my report card. Uh, on occasion would say like I talk too much in class mm-hmm. and my but my grades was fire so like my dad was like wow like short tempered in general but like when he saw my first report card he was like yeah I can't front that's what all my teachers said about me I can't ding him on that so right. he was just like yeah that's cool he gonna talk too much but in 90s he could talk like he good. <laughs> and that was <laughs> right, the end of it. Right. Like I never got any other talk about my dad did not talk to me about school until college after that. That's funny. Like okay. it wasn't a discussion. It was just you got 90, cool, keep it moving. I don't need to know more. If there's right. any nuances, talk to your mother. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's about right. That's about Straight right. Straight up. 
kept it moving. You know what I mean? I'm involved by comparison. Like, my dad's blown away by that shit. They're like, I know what's happening in my kid's school. Like, he's like, word? Like, like I'll mention that, like, the kids are doing good. And, like, mm-hmm. he's, like, cool. And then, like, I'll elaborate. And he's like, oh, like, you for real know they doing good. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were, that was the end of the conversation. But you were starting. Okay. He's like, oh, word. Okay. Rock on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> like, I don't know if he's, like, proud of the kids or proud of me. Like that. Yeah, it's probably a little from column A and a little from column B on that He's one. Like, Look at you go, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's get into the news. Uh, yeah. Working remotely in different states uh, from your employer could mean some changes to your taxes this year. That's right. If you're among the employed Americans who were allowed to work remotely during the pandemic last year, count your blessings. But if you worked from another state, other than the one your employer is based on, you may have to pay up for that privilege come tax time. Here's why. You now may be subject to income tax rules of two or more states, depending on how many states you worked from remotely. At the very least, you will likely have to file more than one state tax return for 2021, which will cost you more if you're paying someone else's uh, if you're paying someone else's to prepare your taxes. And in some instances, primarily involving five states that have so-called convenience rules you may even be double taxed on the same income uh that's why the best advice is to consult obviously with a tax professional um each state has their own tax rules but uh there are some rules that will uh charge you some states that will charge you a convenience tax uh for uh being in those states uh so those states uh connecticut delaware nebraska new york and pennsylvania um they have this convenience rule the rule basically asserts that a state has the right to impose an income tax on wages you earned while working for an employer based in that state, even if you choose to perform your job remotely from another state. The only exception if your employer directs you to work out of state for its convenience. So uh, if you live in uh, one of those five states, uh, my bad. You know what I mean? Uh, Man, New York. (laughs) New York stay like... Stop looking at my wallet, New York. For real. Stop pocket watching. Serious. Yo, below key, I kind of, this is my thing. New York, I kind of get it. You know what I mean? Because like you. A lot of people. Yeah. Split. A lot of people split. We got high earning. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm kind of looking more at like, yo, Nebraska, you got the audacity <laughs> to come at people like this? <laughs> People barely claiming you somebody left during the quarantine and you won't go double dip on that dude. Come on, be Delaware, Delaware. Come on. <laughs> I mean, Delaware because of DC. Okay. All right. I- so in the same way for New York, I could see for Delaware being like, oh, okay, you want to run the company, for, the country from elsewhere. Give me that. But yeah, I'm gonna need a little. I'm gonna need that money. <laughs> Yo, as Greece, as Greece. All right, let me see what the top, what the major industries in Nebraska are. <laughs> the football because team. I'm just like, they, why? I know insurance and finance, fi, insurance and financial services. Okay. Um, manufacturing, corn and agriculture, and then of course service industry, because someone's got to feed all those people. <laughs> but in the um, what does this say? It's the only triple locked U.S. triple landlocked 
U.S. state. But in the past five years, the, the insurance company, like the industry has doubled in size in Nebraska. So I guess if you're working for financial companies or insurance companies in Nebraska and you don't want to be in Nebraska, you should have thought about that before you took the job. But now, mm-hmm. especially with COVID, I guess maybe you tried to escape, although it seems like everyone escaped to Nebraska. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know where the planes went on that one. Oh, my God. That hurts. But yeah, I don't know how you're doing agriculture uh, remotely. <laughs> now I'm growing the corn from my house. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I just got a camera on the field <laughs> and I'm just watching it through my ring camera. <laughs> I see y'all corn huskers. All right. <laughs> Double dipping. Respect. Oh, man. <laughs> One of Domino's most popular deals is getting more expensive this year. That's right. Domino's is raising the price on one of its top promotions. The pizza chain announced that it's mix and match deal, which lets customers choose two or more items for $5.99 will soon cost $1 more for delivery orders only. Domino's said the price, which won't change for carry out purchases, takes effect on March 14th. We believe that $6.99 is still a great relative value for our delivery customers, offering variety, great taste, and competitive prices while also reflecting the increased costs inherent in our delivery order. That doesn't make sense because you charge delivery. That irks Do you me. know what do you know how much gas is right now? How much is it's like three seventy a gallon. Mm-mm. No, it's more. not everywhere. Where is it at now? Um it's definitely especially with um what's going on uh globally it's definitely going to be closer to four dollars in some places it's already six dollars like la it's six dollars that's diesel wow okay i just i had a a friend post something on instagram today and i it was a picture of a sign in front of a gas station they were like 625 jesus for the cheap one (laughs) yeah so you know like it's it's whatever i mean like a dollar more is is what i mean wait does is there a delivery charge for yeah. Domino's? Dom- okay. And it's broadly. Like in, in the case of Domino's, the delivery fee is about $6 okay. in New York. And keep in mind that that money doesn't go to the driver. Right. So, I, I, you know, you have to tip on top of that. So, like, if you order, like, two pizzas and they were 12 bucks, mm-hmm. the, your uh, pre-tax bill was, like, twenty two twenty three. Like you got like a, okay. almost like a forty percent, fifty percent charge. Well, this article says the company previously said it expects to deal with unprecedented increases in food prices, saying that the cost of its ingredients are up eight to ten percent compared to last year, uh, and, and that is substantially higher than the usual hike of three to four percent that chain typically forecasts. I get it, and it, and if that were the case, then order prices should go up. But you ain't say that. You said, yo, we got to raise it because of delivery. So we only raising it delivery only. Okay. Get your lot straight, Domino. Okay. I, I think, honestly, I, I think this may be a, because you're looking, look, I, I don't know if that delivery fee is across the country. No, I do. I, I think there's a, there's a delivery fee everywhere, but it does. It, you're right. It, it does, does change like different places. It does have a different change because everything in New York is a third more than it needs to be <laughs> at least. And 
I mean, on like cheap things like this, you know what I mean? Cheap things like Domino's food. But like, I, I'm not mad at it going up a dollar, you know, for delivery. If the delivery, you know what I mean? If it, if it's $1, just because right now, everything, first off, they're letting you know, Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you know, cause uh, you could just order and think it. And then suddenly you're like, what the fuck? But, um, things are going up. And the reason I'm ordering Domino's is because I don't know if I have enough. <laughs> I didn't buy enough at the grocery store. <laughs> and so now I got to get Domino's to fill in. You know what I mean? Like it, it certainly stinks, but I mean, everything's going up so much everywhere that it's, you know, that was already too little for food. That was too little money. Breaking my heart, B. Okay. I, I, I know. It's just, it's too, it's too little money for what I would want done well at Domino's. I still think, <laughs> and I mean, I haven't eaten at Domino's in, I don't know how long, but like, I don't think, I, I think my thing is, I, maybe I just don't think of Domino's as fast food, even though it is. Right. It, you know, fast food like pizza, but because because it's pizza, I just don't think of pizza as something being like a quick and easy thing. Okay. And, um, you know, so I'm just like, yeah, it's going to cost a little bit more, but you're getting pizza. Not. <laughs> so fair. that's. I get you. Instead of like a, a burger, which I'm watching you flip or heat up in the microwave or whatever, but <laughs> I'm watching people throw dough in here. I'm like, it's going to be a minute. There's dough involved. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not with McDonald's waiting for them to bake the buns, but <laughs> you got to bake the whole fucking thing. So I think of it as like, it's a little more effort. I don't know. I would, I personally would be like, I mean, for $6, I could get these two things. That doesn't sit right with me. But for $7, maybe maybe it, it will refrain from hair being in it or something. I don't know. You know, if they're using it on cleaner or, I don't know, pest control, whatever it is. I don't know. Oh, man. First, the fat boys break up, you know, and there we go. <laughs> I mean, if you really, if you're really mad, go into the store and get it. I am. I am. Oh, Which is oh. what I would want to do anyway, because I don't want that shit in someone's car. You know, like after a certain point, I'm just like, nah, you probably already ate half the pepperoni off of it. There's actually a a a, a YouTube channel. I think it's called like Food Theories. Uh huh. That like they uh they bought. Uh, three pies from every major food chain: regular mm-hmm. pepperoni and extra pepperoni from the four major chains: uh, Pizza Hut, Domino's, uh, Little Caesars, and I'm forgetting. Oh, Papa John's. Papa John's. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what they realize is that, uh, except for Little Caesars, all four chains, when you buy a topping, mm-hmm. the the weight of the pizza goes down. So, like. The assumption most people has is you buy a cheese pizza, you get a, a cheese pizza. Then if you buy a pepperoni, it's a cheese pizza with pepperoni on top. That's not the mm-hmm. case. It's a cheese. Mm-hmm. It's a pepperoni and less cheese because oh, they just sure. cover the gaps left by the pepperoni. So mm-hmm. when you buy an extra pepperoni pizza, you're getting even less cheese. So in a weird way, cheese being heavier than pepperoni slices Mm-hmm. On a per weight basis, the more toppings you add, the less pizza you get. 
Look, man, I remember having an argument with a friend. We were getting, I think it was Domino, so I must have been in college. Uh, and she kept wanting extra sauce. And I'm like, it's not extra sauce. They're just putting less cheese on it. <laughs> and she was like, well, you could just order extra cheese. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. It's going to be the same amount of sauce. <laughs> if I get extra cheese, they're just going to put extra cheese on it. If you get asked for extra sauce, they're not going to give me my extra cheese. They're going to say, well, no, that is extra cheese, but you also asked for extra sauce. Uh-huh. Why do you want so much fucking sauce? <laughs> Eat it out of a jar. Yeah, you tell her to get on the side. You dip. Yeah, I was just like, you don't, if that's the issue, I'm getting cheated out of my cheese. Yeah. Because you want extra sauce because you think they're putting an extra spoonful on there. The whole thing would be soggy. That doesn't, <laughs> that's not how it works. Sauce is your oh. business, okay? Oh, man. Yeah, I was like, that's for you. You like cheese too. Do you want <laughs> cheese on the pizza or you just want bread and sauce? They got crazy bread. Yeah, Look at that. Put that on the side. Yeah. Savage. Oh, boy. Who are we friends with, Shad? We got we got change. Our I don't know. I haven't <laughs> talked to her since. Good decision. Your life is better for it. <laughs> uh, child care worker shortage uh, strands up to half a million families. Uh, nearly half a million families are estimated to be stranded without reliable child care, uh, exasperating the nation's worker shortage as parents continue to stay home, according to a new report uh, published by Wells Fargo's Economist on Tuesday. Uh, adds to a growing cachet of economic evidence highlighting job losses in sectors and the ripple effects the nation's beleaguered child care industry continues to have on the U.S. economy. Uh, employment in the daycare service industries remains 12.4% below its pre-pandemic levels as compared to total uh, employment deficit of just 1.9. Um, by Wells Fargo's estimates, that leaves about 460,000 families uh, scrambling to find reliable long-term child care. Uh, so it's not to say that all 460,000 of them are unable to work, but it means that they're going to have to find different child care arrangements, whether that's a higher cost uh, nanny or relying on family members. Man, the cracks that COVID has illuminated. Word up. Like if COVID was a bright light behind something and just shining through all of the cracks in our society. This is a big one. Child care, all all stuff like but like child care is a big one. Mm-hmm. Just a huge crack. That's no no one talks about but it's so everything it teeters and it's wild how powers that be don't seem to care. Like it's uh it's such a mess. Yeah. I truly feel for anyone with kids like I, I feel for you if you're having to deal with the school system in general, but if you're having to like look for child care and it's so there's no real uh I don't know, what am I looking for? Like a uniform like it's just it's a free for all out there. Yeah, it's rough. Um it's, it, it's a it's, it doesn't pay nearly enough, but it costs nope, a lot. Which is wild. Yeah. Uh, the uh, in 2020, the average pay for child care workers was below 1225 per hour, landing it in some of the lowest uh, occupations in the world. Um, and uh, uh, women accounted for 96 percent of the workers. So it's almost like a double feeding thing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, women with children under the age of three um, have a labor force participation rate that's 28 percent lower than men with children under the age of six. 
Uh, so like all these things kind of connect in a, in a way, you know, like you have uh, women uh, who represented a large portion of this workforce, um, uh, mothers who are uh, mothers of young children uh, struggling to find child care that they trust um, are being the ones that are most affected by this, whereas uh, the dads are obviously leaving the kids, it sounds like, with uh, mothers and going to work. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. there's like a, a big chain reaction happening here. That's uh, pretty unfortunate, you know? Uh, so, yeah, the shots yeah. point, you know, hug a mom if you see one. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's so tired. Yeah, yo, she's doing a lot of <laughs> double duty over there, B. Let her, let her sleep on your shoulder for five minutes if you need to. It'll be a very deep but necessary sleep. Straight just up. let her snore. Give her like six minutes and then just shake her a little and she'll wake up and then just go back to what she was doing. Mm-hmm. But let a mom rest. Straight up. <laughs> let a dad rest. It's rough. Yo. It's real rough out and there. And if you see them in your in your in your Zoom business meetings, you know, and maybe they shirt ain't iron. Let it slide, B. Okay. Let it go. She's juggling other shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe she ain't had time to blur the background so you see the chaos happening. Okay. Right. But she showed yes. up, okay? Also, it's brave of her to even have the camera on at this Respect, point. Respect, word. <laughs> she should be audible only on Zoom. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. You knew what it was. Straight up. Don't even plug in the camera, okay? Mm-mm. Mothers, you have my permission, okay? Yeah, Not that you need to do it. Just do it via your phone. Yeah. That's it. Boom. Done deal. Uh, finally, and uh, similarly like sexist kind of shit, uh, mm-hmm. WNBA finds the liberty $500,000 for using charter flights. Uh, and reportedly considered terminating the franchise. Uh, the WMEA uh, levied a five hundred thousand dollar fine against the New York Liberty for repeatedly using charter flights over the back end of the season, an issue that has been a boiling point for the past few years. Uh, it's a league record number that was reduced uh, from one million, and including the removal of Liberty executive uh, Oliver Weisberg from the league's executive committee, according to a report by Sports Illustrated. Uh, the use of charter flights is considered a competitive advantage since not all franchise owners are deep pocketed enough to pay. So it's a violation of the collective bargaining agreement. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's the uh, issue that the WNBA is presenting uh, to the uh, team. Um, the uh, This came about because at the 2020 All-Star Game, uh, some of the uh, WNBA noticed that uh, Liberty players had shown up for different events and their travel itineraries didn't match up. And uh, they mm-hmm. looked into the Liberty's travel records and realized that they were using charter flights. Uh, Liberty owner um, actually has been uh, uh, advocating for the entire WNBA. Uh, Joseph Sai has been advocating for the entire uh, WNBA to find a charter sponsor so that every team could have uh, their uh, charter uh, to fly around their players. Um, right. They currently use, uh, you know, first class tickets, but they use uh, commercial airline flights. And uh, this has led to a few different issues, um, in particular during the second half of the year that happens to coincide uh, with uh, heavy travel season in general. Um, most notably uh, in uh, 2021, uh, the Chicago Sky, uh, their team, was leaving and had to be dispersed amongst three different commercial flights after their initial flight was canceled um, with the first one leaving at three 30 in the morning. Um, and this was for a semifinal playoff game um, that they were playing. Right. And this ended up with uh, their center Liz Cambridge um, 
sitting in a regular seat that she had to pay to get upgraded herself out of pocket um, mm-hmm. because she is six fucking eight, you know? Right. So she's like, yo, like, I don't fit in this regular seat that you were able to find last minute. Um, size, whole point is either A, if you're a WNBA franchisee owner, you shouldn't be broke, right? Like you're... I mean, yeah, like, come the fuck on. This is a basic like need if for you business. Own a, if you own a WNBA team, yeah, come up off them ducats for a fucking charter. Seriously. I'm con- like, okay, so what about the male NBA? All of those dudes you- is private. If y'all don't get my women some goddamn planes, this is ridiculous. Seriously. Like, I fully get the lower pay because the league doesn't bring it in or whatever, but charter flights should be like a given uh, to protect Absolutely. those players and have them play optimally and be rested. Um, and uh, to Joseph's point, that seems like a valid solution. Like, he's trying to figure out a way to get a sponsorship so that they all have it. Um, so yeah, they, I, it's nuts that you have a player, a professional athlete in a profitable league that's affiliated with the NBA. So even if you're saying the WNBA doesn't make this kind of money, the total thing definitely does. Yeah. So you can Somebody's it. making money or else nobody would want to own the team. Yeah. So, just get, so get, I just, I, I can't, Oh, that's infuriating. Straight up. Just. Get them some goddamn planes. They are tall. Straight up. <laughs> they are tall. And they shouldn't have to and also 30 in the morning. Yeah, they're game. tall. You want them to play well so you can win so that everybody can make more money so you can get more planes, whatever. There's that. There's also just being a tall woman in public. So there's the psychological effect of riding around. And I'm not saying that they're different from everyone else, but I'm saying at their job Mm -hmm. and getting to and from, they are different. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you were to put fucking any male NBA player on a plane, just sitting there with the hoi polloi, he's going to be annoyed. What makes you think that the women aren't going to be annoyed with that? Even if they are all up in the front. Completely. Get them, get them fucking planes. I don't understand it. Completely like unacceptable. This is such, yeah, this is such bullshit. Y'all stop jerking these women around. Yo, completely. Y'all, I mean, you care, you care enough to have a league. You care enough to own the team. Care about the players. That's it. Real simple. Get it done. Yeah. It's common sense. Okay. So, so that's a, another thing that they don't have to worry about. Yeah. So they can concentrate on the game, and then it can be more enjoyable. And then, and then once you fix that, so you're not up at two in the morning trying to find fucking flights, then you can figure out better ways for marketing. Yeah. Like use your power for that to get it out into the world war and make it more of a thing, instead of worrying about their flights. Just. If you're so pressed, get the plane for them. That's that's how I feel it. Yeah. If you're so pressed that you're going to attach fines, then get the fucking planes for yeah. them. I, Problem done. I was thinking about that. I was like, yo, I, I feel like a million-dollar fine covers about, like, you know, like 20 charter flights, 10 to 20 yeah. charter flights for 20 people. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, could probably, you could cover quite a few planes right there. I think so. Get that done, okay? <laughs> we said it. It has been decreed. Amen, okay? Here at the War Report, this is what we're demanding. 
If you would like for Gaston Shalewa to get chartered flight money, that's right. We out here. Oh, yeah. Touring all across America. Chartered <laughs> flight. Yeah, do that. Let's do that. <laughs> all you got to do Please. is like subscribe to the show, baby. You know what I mean? If you're a Apple mm-hmm. or Spotify listener, please rate the show. They genuinely help. We appreciate it. Uh, four stars means you believe we should travel well, but you only want to cap us first class. I want more, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to get the comfort plus. Who are you Amen. kidding? Amen. <laughs> I just want to get in the first the first three groups that are allowed to board. <laughs> That's where I am. Yeah, real, I've never flown first class. Have you flown for first class, Sha? Uh, I was going to say yes, but no, I just was um a, a standby for a flight and the only seat that was available was the one in the very first row but it was like southwest so they're a little bit roomier but they're not really first class yeah. and then the flight attendant gave me an attitude like are you supposed to be here and i was like bitch i've been asleep in LaGuardia all night i'm supposed <laughs> to be wherever i am it was terrible get it right okay <laughs> Yeah, get it right. So, no, I have not been in first class. No, that's the new goal. <laughs> Never mind. We'll take the first class seats, okay? Yeah, we'll take first class. <laughs> but five stars, we shooting for more, baby. Private mm-hmm. jets. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. We're going to record the podcast in the air. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't want you to hear the fear in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to hear all the free champagne I'll be drinking. Oh, uh, no. recording. And then you'll hear me go, are you are you sure about that next class there, Castor? <laughs> they said that the air is going to be a little choppy. You sure? This will be a great episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of our best and possibly our last. <laughs> best, worst depends on who you ask. Okay. Yeah. It'll be, mm-hmm. it'll be an experience. It will. Okay. <laughs> if you have any articles you'd like us to cover. Uh, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastromonte. Uh, shouts to Peter Bishop with the share this week. Uh, with all that said, my name is Gastromonte, a.k.a. Launchpad McQuack. Out here. Oh, no. Flying everywhere. Scrooge McDuck money, okay? Coming soon, you know what I mean? Always with the homie Chalet with Sharp, you know what I mean? A.k.a. You know, earthbound. (laughs) Are you sure we can't drive there? (laughs) Shalewa, are you sure we can't drive sharp? (laughs) Oh, man. Always with the homie. Earthbound Shalewa Sharp. That's right. This has been a bonus episode of The War Report. Catch y'all next time, however you travel. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.